Hey podcast people, how's it going? This is Azrin the Language Nerd here, owner of the Calgary Language Nerds, and welcome to another podcast episode. What I'd like to talk about today is something that is a an important piece of the program that I've put together, the free program might I add, on how to learn another language. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I'll give you a, a summarized, summarized? No, a summary. I'll give you a summary of what this program is. I've put together a free program that language learners can use for a wide variety of languages, follow the program, and actually achieve a very high level fluency in the language that they're trying to learn. It's You can view it on my website, which is azarinthelanguagenerd.com slash free course. That is spelled A-Z or Z-R-E-N, thelanguagenerd.com slash free course. And that's where you'll find everything for that course, all the materials and everything. And so one of the one of the key pieces for one of the activities I share and one of the pieces to this program is, and I, and I would call it an organic language learning strategy. What does that mean, an organic language learning strategy? Well, when you look at language learning strategies, I think we have certain things that are maybe less organic and things that are more, more organic. Less organic would be things that, I suppose, where you're studying the language. You're using a textbook, you're studying the grammar, you're doing worksheets and drills, and you're doing translation exercises, you're taking very traditional classes. And then more organic strategies is where you're chit-chatting with native speakers, and you're trying to pick up what you can. You listen to songs, and you pick up what you can by singing the songs. You watch some TV, and you... Those are the more organic types of strategies. And of course, there's pluses and minuses to both, which is not going to be the main focus of today. But I would like to talk about one of the organic strategies that comes up in my program that can benefit all language learners. And this is what I'm going to call for now the Jevin strategy. You might be thinking, what the heck is a Jevin? What's a Jevin strategy? Well, Jevin is my cousin's name. <laughs> and I've, I've, for the time being, I'm naming this strategy, you know, um, off of him. And it's based on his name because I've developed the strategy by watching him in a way. <laughs> so my cousin is now just over two years old and I've been observing how he learns English. And basically what he does, he does what every single two-year-old does. He walks around, he walks around, he wanders around the house. Some adult will always be following him to make sure he doesn't get hurt or break something or whatever it is. And then he starts to point at stuff and he just gets his hands, he's just busy doing stuff all the time. He putters around the house, he plays with his toys, he has a meal, he eats a snack, he then he wants to go to the park then he sees a car and gets excited about the car he has this four second attention span and he does something for four seconds and then he gets tired of it moves on to something else and he's just doing stuff all day and he does lots and lots and lots of things and while this is happening he's talking he doesn't really know how to talk too much or he's being spoken to by an adult and he's listening and he's imitating and he's trying to say what people say and he's trying to express himself and he does that all day every day 24-7. This is what that guy does when he's not sleeping. Okay? And also, I've been watching him, and I'm watching how he learns language, and how he engages with adults to learn, and I was thinking to myself, I think adults can learn a lot from two-year-olds. We can, we need to make modifications to how we learn, because adults and children do not learn language exactly the same way, but we can take a lot away from how two-year-olds and young, young, young children learn language, and we can implement that into our own language learning practices. 
So let me explain to you what I was doing this morning in Japanese. I've done about 15 hours of Japanese study, maybe 20. And so I'm very, very, very beginner. I don't really know anything. I've never done any formal grammar study. Most of the stuff I've learned in the past is pronunciation oriented. Uh, to get my ear really trained to the language. I learned a couple phrases like what's this, what's that, a little bit about asking questions, but I haven't really done much. So today all I did is I was sitting in my basement with wireless headphones that has a microphone in it. And then I would just look around me and see what do I want to learn about? So I asked, how do you say a crystal in Japanese? We had crystals in the house. How do you say crystal? So I grabbed some crystals. Then I thought to myself, what would a two-year-old do? Well, a two-year-old would make a tower. So I made like a tower and I was like, oh, how do you say tower? They're like, oh, it's a tower. And I was like, oh, okay. Then I knocked the tower over, stupidly, to be honest. And I broke one of the crystals. And I was like, oh no, the crystal's broken. Think of two-year-olds. Two-year-olds like to make towers, knock things over too. So think of what a two-year-old would do and copy that. So I knocked my crystal tower over stupidly broke a crystal it's not good but and I was like oh no and I pointed and then my tutor's like oh no the crystal's broken and I was like what the crystal's broken look and they pointed in Japanese and they said that and I was like oh and I was like does that mean broken they're like yeah it's broken and I was like oh it's like oh the crystal's broken so then I was like oh I wonder what else I can do with broken same way two-year-old would two-year-olds do this too if you ever watch them they learn a new word and they start to repeat it to themselves and they start to use it in like lots of different situations so I went outside with my laptop in the middle of class went outside pulled up some grass from my backyard I ripped it up I was like oh the grass is broken and I was like how do you say grass and I didn't know so they taught me and I was like oh the grass is broken then I came back in the house and I found a box of toy animals and I was like I have a box of toy animals in my house and I like pretended to run them over and stuff and I was like oh no the lizard's broken oh no this is broken oh no that's broken and of course animals don't break they die or they get squished or whatever but that's not the point I'm training my brain to get this concept of broken then I had the animal box and I was like well if a two-year-old had an animal box they would get pretty ADD and they would start to look through the animal box so I decided to look through the animal box and I learned some different animals then I had an alligator in my hand and then I had another like lion or something or I think out of deer no no no, no. I had a I think I had a what did I have in the other hand I had some other animal I can't remember anymore and I was like oh well this alligator eats this animal so I was like pretending to eat it and I was like how do you say it's eating it and they told me I was like oh he's eating the animal then I was like and then two-year-olds are funny they think all sorts of silly things are funny so then a two-year-old would probably put other things in the alligator's mouth not just one animal and talk about other animals so I was like the lion's eating the zebra the lion's eating the snake the lion's eating this I'm eating the lion ha 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 and making stupid jokes and I was pretending to be a two-year-old in a way as an adult of course like not quite as immature as a two-year-old but I'm pushing myself to think what would a two-year-old do if he was sitting here and has the surroundings around him and I let that guide my study so I'm asking all sorts of questions what's that what's this how do I say this how do I say that putting sentences together all based on what's around me and what catches my interest it's all based on that so I learned so much I actually recorded the lesson I'm gonna post it uh probably should have a chance I, th I think I'll have it uh will I have a chance today I'm not sure if I'll have a chance today but I would actually like to post um, post this video on the free course website on azarinthelanguagenerd.com slash free course. I think if you watch me and you imitate that, you'll learn so fast because I went a whole 45 minutes entirely in Japanese or 95% in Japanese without really being able to speak Japanese. We went the whole time in Japanese and it was like the stuff I learned, I did not learn through translation. So I have an instant connection to those words, instant connection, instant, no translation. I just know how to say them. I just know, right?
right? I recorded it. I'm going to rewatch it because it'll help me review and revise and like get the words really in my head. But like those things are in my head. Like I know how to say them. So that's a really big thing sitting in my head. So copy two-year-olds. Imitate. Like literally, I think I need to figure out if there are videos like this. But I'm sure if you YouTube two-year-old learning English or like two-year-old wandering around the house or like watching how they learn imitate how two-year-olds behave as an adult and it it will work different things will interest you than a two-year-old in many ways um but do it like pretend to be a two-year-old it sounds so strange I know but I promise you this is a, a very effective language learning strategy and it will work for you okay let's wrap this up here I appreciate your attention um and we'll chat soon. Bye for now. See you.